0: Each week, we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be
1: honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with...
0: Say, Rob Beckett.
1: Rob Beckett.
0: And Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. <laughs> <laughs> the recording is my three-year-old daughter, Aurora, who spends most of her time terrorising her one-year-old brother, Miles. OK.
1: Right. Just from... He sounded a bit East... It's spelled East london like, but not like actual East London, like metropolitan elite. Yeah. The bit I live in. The bit you live in, your little crew where you rename places to make it sound more expensive, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I'd say that area. Can I, can I is that, am, am I correct? Peterborough. Okay, not far away. <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of what a game.
0: What a game. It's you ever <laughs> it's impossible? Have you ever got one? No, of course it's impossible. Where is a three-year-old from is a very tough game. Yeah, but I think they moved out for more space. Yeah, Peterborough you can get <laughs> <a> space- Lincoln. <laughs> See what you can get in Lincoln.
1: Yeah. If you move out of London to Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln's, you get a surprise, there's a lot of land in Lincoln. The thing is,
0: Rob, you always guess East London. Whoever it is, you always guess East London. And then when it's not East London, you always say, well, I bet they used to live in East London. That's how this game plays out. It is, it's too hard. The game's too hard, but I will not be defeated. Well, I have been defeated. I will not, I I will, con- I will continue to be defeated. If you are from East London, do send in a voice memo and then see if he gets it. Because he will be guessing East okay. London.
1: <laughs> it's probably an East London area. And then I always go, and North and West, sort of there. But anyway, it's it's too hard. It was a good effort, though, Miles. Well done. An Aurora. Yeah. Isn't Aurora the sleeping beauty princess? I don't know. Oh, come on, mate. You've got to get your princesses right. First rule of parenting. Yeah. Is that the first rule of parenting? It's certainly up there. Just feed them. It's the main one, isn't it? Which we forgot to do first night in the hospital. <laughs> oh, anyway, Josh, how are you?
0: Sorry, I'm babbling oh, on here. We're babbling on. What a on. week. What a week. Well, <sighs> let me tell you about... Um... January's shit, isn't it. Yeah. January is shit. Oh, you so shit. I've got three things to tell you about. One, great. Okay. So I'll hold that back. You don't want that at this moment. No. Okay. So that's a good, that's a good positive story. Yeah, two negative stories. Do you want the okay. uh, negative story about uh, Graham Norton on my phone? Graham Norton first, please. Let's put a str- sprinkle a bit of stardust here. Yeah, well, okay, so uh, you might remember, I think it was the day we recorded last week, I was off to do Graham Norton. Yeah. First piece of work of the year. Exciting, obviously. It's always exciting to do Graham Norton. I'd say it's arguably the most exciting show you can do on British TV. Yep. Oh, I don't know. No. The most exciting show.
1: Well, Strictly, has well, got to be the most exciting show, isn't it? Wow. The closest you get, that's the only show I've ever done where I could say to someone, good luck at the Oscars. And as I said it out loud, I was like, what the fuck have you become, Rob? <laughs> How are you in a position <laughs> to say that? Who did you say it to? Sir Ronan. Sir Ronan. Yeah. It's one of those Irish names that are really difficult to say and you get I get panicked that I've done it wrong in case I'm being offensive. And was
0: there an Oscar win? No, I don't think so. No. No. I don't know. I don't really keep up with the Oscars. No. So um, I've done Graham Norton before. Uh, and uh, yeah. I've done. I did it a few times, and the first, uh, the what became a bit that's followed me around is I don't know if you're aware that I was once on it, and Mark Ruffalo uh, accused me of being a paedophile, Rob. Yes, was it proven? No, it wasn't proven, Rob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Mark Ruffalo accused you of being a paedophile. So
0: basically, I've been on Graham Norton three times, and all that anyone ever remembers is that Mark Ruffalo called me a paedophile. That's all I've got out of it. yeah. So I, mean, far. yeah I mean that is
1: the headline, isn't yeah. it? Really? Yeah, that was the headline. Yeah. So anyway Because I saw, I saw a clip The other day And it was um, Johnny Depp and Ricky Gervais Like yeah. having a, loads of banter And Ed Byrne was on there And all I could think was I bet Ed Byrne Would be desperate To be called a pedo To be brought into this <laughs> chat <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When the big stars are chatting, oh, you want mate. to be involved. That's yeah, the mate. key. When you're like just a British comic on there with mega stars, you need them to rip you apart, and you need to give them something. I think Greg Davies did a story about shitting himself in front of someone like Jennifer Lawrence or whatever. Yeah. You need something. So
0: you being a pedo, perfect. Me and Ruffalo together forever. Now, yeah, we'll always be linked. Yeah, Me thing. and Ruffalo. Hi, I'm the I'm the British pedo guy, Mark. Yeah, exactly. What's happening? If you see him out and about. And you know you don't. I don't want it to become my thing. But let's let's park it. It's a good thing to happen, right? Anyway, yeah, yeah. so I'm doing Graham Norton this time. Ideally, just get through it. Don't be called a pedo, right? Get there. <laughs> um, yeah. First job of the year. I've I've been dieting for five days, Rob, to fit into my suit. I do fit into my suit. Lovely. I arrive. As you might know, it's quite a late call time to get to Graham Norton because people on it are so famous they won't hang around. Whereas when we do like when we used to do Mock the Week, we had to get there at midday. <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> like seven hours before you did anything yeah. Graham Norton's very much like well the show starts at seven Denzel Washington's getting here at quarter past yeah. so um, <laughs>
0: yeah maybe get here about half six yeah, yeah exactly so I get there <laughs> quarter to six and uh, it's starting at seven get there in the car realise I've forgotten my fucking suit. Oh no! What, have you got shoes? Oh yeah, I've got my shoes. I've got my shoes because they were in my my rucksack. But I haven't got my suit because that was in my suit bag.
1: Okay, so you're just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt, normal Josh Widdicombe, um, you know, pedo off-duty outfit. An
0: old sweatshirt with a picture of Snoopy on it, right? <laughs> Kids' TV. Okay, not ideal not is it? Idea. for the ruffle. PDo no, exactly. accusations.
1: Not ideal. Right. So, <laughs> I've got a packet of sweets and a cheeky <laughs> smile, and I'm ready for <laughs> Graham <Grammar. laughs> Norton i've got my van full of puppies and
0: i'm ready to go <laughs> right so, <laughs> so Sorry. i turn up and i go i've had a bit of an error i've, I've forgot my suit could someone could we get it couriered over there's enough time yeah but that is quite far because it's filmed in west london you're in East and that could be at 45 minutes to an hour each way yeah so but i'm like they, they, they're like it's fine we've got enough time and then the wardrobe uh, woman comes in and she goes um we should get your suit in time don't worry but just in case, oh no! Do you want to try on one of Graham's suits? Oh, yeah! I'd get one of his furry, jazzy ones when he was on Channel Four. Well, I, d- I didn't get to specify. I didn't. I didn't get to specify from oh, his. You co- didn't put a request I him. didn't say from his career. She didn't bring out a rail and go, uh, "What year would you like?" <laughs> so I, tr- I tried on Graham's suits. Yeah, I am a small man, Rob. You don't imagine Graham Norton being big, do you? <laughs> Is Graham Norton bigger than you? Yeah. Graham Norton How? is a towering a guy. Five, foot ni- guy. five foot nine. A towering five a towering nine? nine? What five a beast. Yeah. Oh, my God. not a big, powerful monster of a man in that chair. Honestly, I looked like I was an American footballer. <laughs> oh, you know like Joan Collins in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. And I said, well, it'd be quite funny if I wore this. Like, when yeah. we explain the situation? Yeah, because you, you could literally say, I've come in Graham's trousers. Oh, lovely, Rob. Lovely. That's a great line
1: for the show, isn't it? Exactly. And everyone's like, say what? Denzel's like, hey, what did that pedo just say? And you're like, no, I'm just
0: like, joking, guys. <laughs> let's, let's not try and push that, that as a riff, Rob. Anyway. Okay, sorry. I'll, yeah, yeah I'll, okay. <laughs> Remember, Denzel's over Zoom as well, so it'd be unbelievable if he... Denzel, all right, mate, your best mate Denzel. Oh, Denny, Denny boy. Did have a bit of banter with Denzel over Zoom, I'm not going to lie to you. Did you? Yeah. What did you banter about? I said, well, when I went to see Training Day, when I was a student... Yeah? When I got to the cinema the first half hour, the sound didn't work. Oh, no. Nice. So it was just the pictures, and everyone's, like, kicking off. And then eventually they got the sound to work, but they... Because of the schedule, they didn't take it to the back... to the start of the film so we just watched the last hour with the sound but we didn't know what was going on because we hadn't seen the first half hour (laughs) okay so I explained this to Denzel and then I said um, so my question I've always wanted to ask you is what happens in the first half hour of training day and we had, Brilliant. we had a lovely laugh over it, Rob. We had a lovely laugh. Do you know what, <laughs> what didn't happen, Rob? He didn't call me a pedo. No, that's what, and that's what you want.
1: You just had a lovely laugh with Denzel Washington on Zoom.
0: Exactly, exactly. And it in what clothes lo- are you in at this point? Because Graham, well, big boy Graham's clothes are too big. Yeah, so I'm, so she wouldn't let me wear Graham's suit because I think, and fair enough, I think it would have undermined her job. By the way, when, when this happened, she said to me, don't worry, this happens all the time. And I said, oh, right, has it happened before? And she said... Never in twenty six years in the job, so I was the first person ever to forget. You're changing the game. Yeah, you're changing the game. Anyway, she had to run over to Westfield. Yeah, there was one suit left in next, uh, which fitted in your size, in my size. Was it
1: boys in boys' base?
0: (laughs) Unbelievable. Do you know what, mate?
1: Do you know that as a reference, that boy's base, or is that a bit of a South East London thing? Base.
0: Remember the shop base? Well, I I understand. I understand what you're saying, right? Like, (laughs) it's small, right? They sell like tiny little Montpelier coats for like 200 quid for a two year old. I presumed that it was small clothes. (laughs) Should have got mother care. Yeah,
1: you should. Like, I don't want to break, out, break it down, but I'm, I'm disappointed with that. I should have gone, where's the fuck? exactly, but
0: you do remember, in your mind, everyone who listens to this is from East London. We've established <laughs> that already. So yes, you- of course. <laughs> so you-
1: yeah, that, there are my reference points. Did I go to Percy Ingle oh, oh, yeah, on, Bakers? Percy Ingles very London-centric baker. Anyway, sorry, go on. So you, she got you a suit. I went, what did she get you? From Next. Oh, that's not too bad, was it, Nick? It, like, it was
0: 80 quid for the whole suit, Rob. Yeah, that's suspiciously cheap.
1: The cheapest suit I've ever had was £25 from Asda George. <laughs> and I, as I walked in it, it I was the suit was louder than me because of the static. I thought I, thought I was going to start a fire downstairs.
0: But what, what was the 80 quidder from next door like? Mate, the static was fucking incredible. I've never experienced static <laughs> like it. It was, really? it was something else. Like, like the hairs were standing on end on my arm, and I, I went, I, I'm blaming the suit, Rob. I went red, I turned red, and I was sat. Did in you the, get an allergic reaction to the suit? I don't know what was going on. I was sat in the makeup, going, I've never gone this red before. Shot. I mean, it had been a stressful hour. Yeah, I know. But she was having to coke me in makeup because I'd gone so red from the static of the suit. That is very. It's very cheap. cheap.
1: That is quite a cheap suit, isn't it? Eighty quid. Yeah,
0: I mean, luckily. You know, it was just a blue suit, and I was sat down, so it was fine. Yeah, I got to wear one of Graham's ties. That was nice. On Moss Bros. Just looking now, you, are looking at it's about. I'd say a suit normally minimum about hundred quid, yes. absolute
1: minimum, exactly. isn't it? You're exactly. looking for two. It's a top and a bottom, isn't it? She said afterwards, "Do you want to keep the suit?" I said, "I'm
0: okay. Thank you very
1: much. You don't. I don't think you'll be reminded of this no. the, of that, do you? No. But now they've got an emergency suit. If you know the kids from Stranger Things come back on. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. They turn up, or you know, Harry Potter comes out again. Radcliffe's there. Get it on. Get out there, kids. <laughs> you are where Daniel Radcliffe's now grown up. He's still little. Do you know? I think I heard a rumor that he always goes on tiptoes for a photo. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> he's only like five foot five, but we can ask him. Has he got kids? Uh don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Um, All I remember, he's got his dick out after Harry Potter. Yeah, he's doing that. He does do that after something that's been out, a big, end, a
0: equus.
1: big like. Ma- mainstream shit. They always go and do something mad and arty, don't they? Like? Yeah. I just get my dick out on stage of a horse, that'll sort it out.
0: I'll be honest with you, Rob. This has gone well, this podcast, but not well enough for me to get my dick out.
1: No, no. Also, if you Google Daniel Radcliffe tiptoes, you get sort of weird... Thank God you said tiptoes, because I was into... worried you were doing
0: a very different Google then.
1: Weird people that are into, like, your feet, you know, because people are into feet, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I had a guy that was trying to get a photo of my feet for a while. He kept oh, really? playing for charity on Twitter. And I didn't... <laughs> and then I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> what charity wants a photo of my feet? He watched you in Mark Ruffalo and thought he'll be all right with this. Yeah. Oh, well, that takes... Temp- right, so then I get on the show. So go on. Uh, all yep. fine in the next suit. It's all going lovely. Ten minutes in. And then um, Nina Sasanye's on, who's the voice of Moon and Me, Rob. Oh, yes. You like that, don't you? Yeah. And I start talking about how good Moon and Me is. You're not going to fucking believe this, Rob. What's that? Martin Freeman leaned this over. Calls me a pedo, gets a round of applause. No way. I got called a pedo for the second time out of four appearances. (laughs) He'd not seen the original. This was a fresh accusation out of nowhere. 50% of my appearances, (laughs) I've been called a pedo by a film star. He didn't know that was a running joke. No,
1: he didn't know it was a running joke. Oh my god! And then, you, and then the next question was: So, Josh, how's the podcast
0: going? You talk to people about their kids, mate. It was it was unbelievable. He was like, <laughs> "You." you that, that, and then he was like, "You're into weird kids TV, right?" And then yeah. I, they bring out my book and I have to promote a book about fucking kids TV in the nineties. I look like. <laughs> <laughs> the, when you sent out, you sent
1: a packet of sweets out with, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, well, that, really- that's a mistake.
1: You need to rethink your brand positioning, Josh. From a PR point of view, you've got to push away from this.
0: No, I know, but do you know what? Like, and then I texted yeah. my agent, Flower, said, "Just to check, I'm not a pedo, am I?" And she replied, "I don't think so. That is not the that's support not... I'm looking for, Rob. <laughs> that's that's not strong enough. That's is it? It's not strong enough. She's already thinking, what if these screen grabs are used in court? I don't want, I don't want to be yeah. seen. <laughs> oh, Josh, would you say it went well? Yeah, no, it did go well apart from that. I had I'd, I'd some lovely banter with Denzel Washington. There was a recurring joke about me being a paedophile. Yeah. I was only on to promote the tour. <laughs> and um, that's good, though. Did yeah. you to promote the tour? Yeah. Yeah, do come yeah. along. Good. Don't bring your kids. Don't bring your kids. No. Don't bring your kids. Um, No, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was only on to promote the tour. Also, Rob, I've realised. Yeah. I'm now on a I'm now on a mega diet because I've I just realised I'm recording the tour at the Palladium in March.
1: Okay, I've got I've got. A, I've I feel like where's that going on like streaming or it's I, not DVDs
0: anymore, is it? No, it's going on it's going on, somewhere. Yeah, it's going somewhere. And uh, so I've, I've, I'm on the mega diet again, Rob. But anyway, that's that is what it is. So that's what happened on Graham Norton. Yeah,
1: fair enough. Well good luck on the Mega Dart and, and 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 sorry about that all the pedo stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's just slightly unfortunate, Rob.
1: Yeah, but you don't want that to be your thing, is it? You
0: don't want to every time you go on the most popular show in Britain to be called a paedophile, Rob.
1: Yeah, I know but that's I think that's just what happens when you that's just what hap- you're gonna have to accept that.
0: I'm gonna have to accept that. That like you said this about four thirty AMs, mate. I can have to, I can't accept everything. I'm not getting up at 4:30 a.m. and being a pedo.
1: That's what life is. Is you have to just accept it. You can't change it. On Graham Norton, you are a pedophile. <laughs> that that is who you are. That is what you are. That you know. He's the host. You're the pedo. They're the film stars. Just suck it up.
0: I That's not the phrase we want to use. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, what's the other thing that went wrong? What was, What's was the other thing that's oh, gone my wrong? Phone. Fuck my fucking phone. Fuck my fucking <laughs> phone. So you know I was going to buy a new computer. I didn't do that in the yes. end because I had to buy a phone. my phone. Just the, the morning after Graham Norton, my phone. Yeah. No, no, Saturday morning. So the morning after, your phone it had gone was out, taken by the police <laughs> and destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? My phone did die the morning after. and Now it feels like I've deleted all my stuff because I'm worried about accusations. (laughs) (laughs) So your phone died, your phone's dead. What phone did you have? An iPhone? One of the iPhones, 11 maybe. And so I was like, I've got to go and buy a new phone. (laughs) Um, Do you know what? And this, I don't want to sound like a hippie, Rob. Yeah. But that day without a phone... I felt free. So you couldn't back, because normally when you get a new phone, you back up all your stuff. Well, my stuff was backed up on iCloud.
1: Okay, but it's an immediate switch, isn't it, normally? Yeah, but... But you had a day of no phone? No,
0: no phone at all. And it was, it was freeing. It was lovely. I really enjoyed it. And now I've started just turning my phone off for a good two or three hours a day. Oh. And no one can get, yeah, it's just my new thing. You know, so if you try and get in touch with me, maybe I'm just, just chilling out. I'm not, part of, chilling out. I'm not part of the World Wide Web anymore. He's not part of the system. I'm not You're part of the system. you just out there watching Moon and me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I can't back it up from iCloud. There's something wrong with the backup from iCloud. It's all gone oh, wrong. Lord. I have spent the fucking week on the chat to the, the people in the Apple chat place the geniuses the geniuses i've had a phone call with a genius none of them have worked it out i'm now going to meet a genius at apple on saturday he's going to try and work it out i haven't got any of my apps i haven't got i've got lost all my text messages i haven't got any of my logins that's an absolute disaster (gasps) oh my god so what what you what can't you do at the moment that's the most annoying thing calendar banking oh my god taxi apps Oh, my. Deliveroo. Just everything. All I've got is text and call. I haven't got email. I haven't got email. No, got, I don't I
1: don't think you need to turn it off, mate. I think you could leave it on. <laughs> I can't see you getting that, that bothered with just that. All I've got is text WhatsApp? and call. I've got WhatsApp, yeah. Okay, cool. At least, at least you've got something. But you're going to meet a genius on Saturday. Yeah. I'm worried, right, Josh. I'm I'm getting stressed here. My, I've got this like heater in my office. You know, like you yeah. can get little plugs now that connect to your Wi-Fi and turn things on and off? Yeah. Right. So my office is in a little shed at the end of the garden. Yeah. Right. And I've got a i have got I had a little plug that I used to that used to be connected to my internet and then it'd come on on and off in the morning. So in the summer it um in the in the winter, sorry, in the winter it comes on at like six in the morning and warms it up. So when I get in here, it's not freezing cold, right? Yeah. And that's just not working. And it said something like it doesn't work with a two point four gigahertz because I've got a new fucking router box thing, which I don't think that the pluck and handle. It's too much for it. It's too. It's too modern. It's too new, and it doesn't work now. And I'm just sort of thinking, well, I'm only thirty six. What like? And if we're all gonna go in the metaverse, <laughs> and I just I think I'm gonna struggle.
0: <laughs> I don't want any part of it, mate.
1: I just don't want to be in the. Me- I don't want to meet in with an helmet on. No. <laughs>
0: No, exactly. They were like looking at people, even their more computer versions. I'm I'm opting out, Rob. It's over. I'm going back. You're out of the metaphor. I'm leaving. I'm done with technology. It's over. After I've met my genius on Saturday and he sorted my phone out. After that, it's over.
1: I just think when you look at Mark Zuckerberg and he goes, come and do this, this will be fun. I sort of think, will it?
0: No, it won't. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. I don't want to go where you're going. <laughs> Don't want do you know what I mean, Rob? We're old. Yeah. We need to just accept it. I am middle-aged, and it's fine. I'm scared of what our kids are going to have to do. Like, like that. They're they're already sending messages on my phone. My
1: eldest is typing messages to like my mum and, and and brothers. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I don't want to be I don't want to be that person. To go, yeah, I don't bother with it anymore because you will, sh- you know. There's people like there's people now that can't don't understand how QR code works, and that, that you, you literally just put a camera on top of it. Come on now, and it and it takes you there. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but yeah. I need I need to find a middle ground. Well, you're on TikTok, Rob. You're way ahead of me. Well, yeah, I, TikTok's good. I like TikTok, but it does it kills my time. And also, I don't I don't know what it is, Josh. My children just won't get tired. What do you mean? My kids, what they went to school all day, right? They we leave early at eight o'clock in the morning they're leaving, right? Yeah. They get back and um got back at three o'clock, they finish. Yeah. And the youngest, only four, she's still in like preschool. And then they went swimming lessons for like half an hour each. Yeah. And then when the one was in the swimming lesson and the other one wasn't, they're, they're playing on the little soft play thing in the calf for half hour each. And they come home and they're just insane and then but I'm getting so t- I'm getting more tired and they they're getting stronger.
0: This is what your mum said about you, Rob. What did she say? She said that you had infinite amounts of energy when you were a child. When we spoke to her about your 4:30 a.m's. Yeah. You were a child that had lots and lots of energy. Yes. And I, I I'm going to say it, Rob, you just need to accept it. <laughs> this is your life. You just need to accept it. You just need to lie back and accept that you have two children that for the next and 10 years and a dog that are, for the next 10 years, are never, ever going to stop. They're just going <laughs> to plough on doing things. And also, they're going to get cleverer. Yeah, and they're never, ever going to take a breath. And they're never going to go, they're not. Daddy, why don't we all just sit down and have, you know, and read the Sunday papers? They're never going to say that, Rob. Imagine how tired and
1: bad at technology I'm going to be in 10 years' time. Oh, and imagine how mate. good they're going to be at it and b- b- busy. Yeah, at 14 and 16, and I'm sat there with an helmet on, trying to tell my <laughs> daughter she can't go out in a in a skin that short in the metaverse. <laughs> you won't be going on the metaverse dressed like that.
0: Oh, God. Oh, my God. What's your fourth? Are you still getting up at 4.30am? No, no, we're not. What time? Uh, it was 6.15 this morning. Oh, that's no good, is it for me or this well, podcast? Well, no, but if you if you want cheering up, Rob, he did wake yeah. up for an hour and a half in the middle of the night for absolutely no reason. Not nothing at all. Just sat there gurgling, staring. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Couldn't believe it was happening. You can have a third. No, <laughs> Are you no. Is, does Rose want a third? No. Um, that was a she, slightly less hesitant. She's still hesitant about throwing out the bath seat. Come on. We'll just buy a new one if it comes to it, mate. Bath seat's like 10, 12 quid or something? Yeah. I just refuse to accept a bath seat is symbolic. I refuse to... No, it, <laughs> Baby grows, I'll let you have. Yeah. No, we're never going to look at a bath seat and shed a tear for all the memories it holds. I, I think we should start a new feature, right? Adults trying to
1: have a bath. And I Because I don't know if you have this. Uh, don't send in your photos. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, listen... I try and have a bath sometimes and I go do you know what I've been cold all day I'm going to get in a nice bath right and try and chill out yeah. and I go to my bath and it is full to the brim of Barbies plastic toys, sponges and all the crap that the kids, glitter just hairbands, and all that nonsense in the bath. Just how you like it (laughs) and then I think do you know what I can't be asked to clear it out and put it back in again I'm just not going to have a bath so I think if you can share and we'll put it on our um, Instagram photos of your bath and you've tried
0: to have a Bath, but gave up. I think that's a great because it made me feel better. I don't think I've had a bath since Theresa May was the prime minister, Rob. I don't mean that as a. That's not a related fact. Yeah, so it's not. Oh, you didn't just bath? No, I didn't. I didn't feel. She, I didn't feel like female leader bath yeah. symbolic. Last <laughs> time was Thatcher. Yeah, exactly. In I, milk. I'm just. I just honestly, I stink. I could do with uh, Liz Trusk being the next leader of the Tory. Come pie. on, Trussie, <laughs> take <laughs> over from Bojo. This guy wants a bath. <laughs> no, but I don't think I've had a bath since. Like, I don't know if I've had a bath since Brexit. I genuinely don't. <laughs> Last time I had a bath, Sam Allardyce was the England manager. That's how long ago no it was. Way. Yeah, I just don't really? I just don't bathe. Have one have one and report back. Okay. See how you get on. Um, any any other news,
1: kids-wise? We've not really yeah. we spoken about kids. But it's it's quite full on back into the swing of school, isn't it? The
0: uh, I'm finding. Wow, well, no, because we we went on holiday for three days, Rob. Oh, where'd you go? Because it's our last year before we're we're tied to the hell of school holidays and everyone. Oh yes. So you're trying to get cheap. Uh, to the last It's the last year of the cheap holiday before it's school time. Exactly. And it's not just the cheapness. It's the fact you want no one else to be there in your way. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes, I know. But yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's yeah. it, it's a horrible transitional period of cost and busyness.
0: Yes. So I'm... Um, so where'd you go? We went to... I, do you know what, Rob? I spent three days there. Still can't pronounce it. Port Lymph? Is that how we pronounce it? Port Lymph. Yes, I think it is Port Lymph. Is that part of the Aspinall uh, Foundation? The Aspinall Foundation. Do you know about Aspinall? Yeah, I do, because we had a guy... We had had a AAA tour of the safari that we went on. Oh! And they told us all about Aspinall, who made his money... John Aspinall. John Aspinall made his money in Aspinall's casinos. And he had a... Yeah. In his house in London, he had a bear and something else. And then he started a safari park, which is now... I don't know. I don't know how if he's a ni- I don't know about
1: if he's one of the nicest guys ever.
0: Well, I'm going to say it, the Lord Lucan connection. I don't know if you've ever. Uh, r- I'm going to say it. They were very clear that it's now nothing to do with the casinos. They were very
1: clear yes. on that too. John Aspinall ran this casino and then had love zoos and then bought loads of animals and then ended up setting up the zoo and then I think it's moved on from that. Yep. But yeah, if you listen to the British Scandal podcast, which is really good, Matt Ford and Alice Levine, they do one about Lord Lucan and um, yeah, it's really interesting because he's involved in all that. Oh,
0: it's Um it?
1: But, uh, yeah. And he got interviewed by the police. Did he? He got interviewed by the police holding a chimpanzee. Did he? <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's a really good, interesting podcast. I didn't know about Lord Lugan. No. Um, anyway, sorry. So, um, yeah,
0: it's uh, it's down in Portland. I've been there. It's brilliant. It's a, a, amazing. It's genuinely, it's one of the best three days of my life. I had an incredible really? time. Yeah, I loved it, Rob. I so far, like, because it's, it's like, it's a really amount, it's like 600 acres and they've got loads of... Animals, and they're obviously... Yeah. You know, we fed a giraffe, Rob. <laughs> What'd you give it? Um, just some sweets I had in my pocket. Um, no, are we... Like, <laughs> some leaves. I fed... Some leaves. I fed a rhino. A giraffe. Do you want to see if I, A rhino? I fed a rhino, mate. Oh, well, We've been there, because it's not a proper safari, isn't it? If you can stay overnight and stuff. You go on a safari and you drive in a golf buggy. It's great. And the food was... Like, the food's really good. You know when you often go to places... And it's like, they've gone, well, we've got the animals or we've got, you know, the roller coasters, so we'll just serve shitty food and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a bit like Legoland and Orton Towers. You're very much in the... what's the cheapest accommodation we can make with the cheapest food, Yeah, but there, they've really gone... It's quite high-end, it's really fancy.
0: I went to the Italian restaurant, Rob. Yeah. And the garlic... I I don't want to turn this into those two other boys that do the food podcast, right? But the garlic (laughs) bread there, mate... The garlic bread was the best garlic bread I've ever had in my life. Really? It was so good, Rob. Yeah. That I insisted, we went there for dinner, and, I, and the next day, I insisted we went for mm. lunch there so I could have just another garlic bread for lunch, and then there was no garlic <laughs> bread on the menu, and I said, you couldn't do one of your garlic breads, could you? Like a, like a oh, junkie. Did, like a garlic did they, did bread they junkie. Did for you? Yeah, they did me another garlic bread, mate, and it was just as good as I remembered. It was genuinely... <laughs> The most incredible garlic bread I've ever had in my life. Wow, I mean, yeah, go on. And then you're just feeding the animals, not garlic bread. Like, So I fed baboons, rhinos, (laughs) giraffes. And it's like meditation. It's so brilliant, like, seeing all these animals and feeding these animals that all of my problems, Rob, they just washed away. Really? The fact I I couldn't get emails on my phone... Great, The yeah. fact I'd been called a pedo on national television. None of these again. things mattered. And again, yeah. None of these things. <laughs> again. It things didn't matter anymore. It didn't matter anymore because I was feeding a rhino. W- were you there with the kids? No. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they loved it. My daughter, yeah. her favourite animal was for some reason the wolves. She was absolutely wolf obsessed. Really? Yeah, loved the wolves. Where did you stay? Because they have like, build, like buildings where it's like a hotel type-y type thing and also like tents. So we didn't stay in the hotel. We stayed in the tree house, it was called, which were like nice kind of uh, two bedrooms with a nice kitchen and like a nice flat. But they were up high so you could see over the whole of the um, of the park. Oh, brilliant. I genuinely, I would give it. I know you always rate things. I'd give it five Bobby Beckett's out of five. I really would five Bobby Beckett's out of five wow wow well
1: you are that's I good Well, like, yeah, we, we went ages ago when they first put in like some like, nice tents yeah. but we've not been there with all these new like really nice like tree houses and stuff so
0: we're gonna go again you can go oh, yeah. to like ones where you're like the lion lodge or the tiger lodge or the wolf lodge yeah where you're literally your building is up against where the lions or the tigers are so they'll come up to your window oh do you want that that'd be good there's a picture on the website, I'll find it, of a woman in a bath with three lions looking through the window. And I'm going to say it, it's one of the worst photoshops I've ever seen in my fucking life.
1: That absolutely uh, didn't oh, happen. really? They're trying to show what... We <laughs> well, that is the danger, that the tigers will stay away from the window and then you've just got the view of a garden which
0: you've got at home with nothing in it yeah you, you're just you're just having a bath with no tigers <laughs> yeah and who wants that who wants that but yeah i'd <laughs> highly recommend it and i'd highly recommend the garlic bread was it cold though uh no no it came out of the oven really hot actually oh he is garlic bread madness i yeah, know uh, it was um it was quite nice because like we had like hot chocolate and stuff it felt like you, it, it isn't something you need it to be summer do you know what i mean
1: yeah, can you get cosy and stuff? And yeah. if you're wrapped up, you're just seeing the animals on the, on, the, on the... Sometimes it's a bit horrible and sticky when it's hot, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but I'm not good in the heat, so it's great for me.
1: While you've been doing that, I've been trying to read to my daughter, and uh, she's in year one now, and the books are fucking long. Are they? It's horrible. Yeah. What are you reading? Awful. Moby Dick? Oh, fucking Biff, Chip and Kipper or something. Biff, Chip Going on Kipper. a Victorian adventure.
0: Do, is she learning to read through the book and you're having to like go what's that letter like? what's that letter like? well, I don't
1: really understand what's going on she can just bash it out and then like is
0: she better than you Rob
1: <laughs> she's not far off <laughs> 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 she's on like level 8 or something which is quite good yeah but then there's always a kid in the class on higher. yeah of course or lower and stuff and he's like well someone says on that. oh no who gives a shit we can all read yeah, by the time exactly, we're 18 do you know what exactly. I mean exactly um, uh, but no they're just like they're proper books we've heard like hopscotch in it blacksmith
0: blacksmith
1: I know well, the, the no whole one's thing. seen a
0: blacksmith since the Victorian times have they
1: Joe you know what's anno- annoying is she, well, it's a book about the Victorians basically oh, okay. I think in order to have old words that you don't normally get in a normal Biff, Chip and Kipper book it's like Biff, Chip and Kipper go on an adventure to the Victorian times right and then they use all them words there but the thing is what annoys me <laughs> is is picture books as well obviously still with lots of writing on it and she'll go what's happening here I was like pardon what's happening in this bit I was like, well, well, I don't know if you know how a book works, but there's some fucking words there that might point you in the right direction. What do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? What's going on here? Read the words. That's the point of reading, isn't it? <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. Let's just, let's just guess and shut the book, shall we? <laughs> hate it. Do you? I can't stand it. It's, like, um, it's boring, isn't it?
0: Reading uh-huh. a book about Biff, Chip and Kipper. Yeah. But it's got to be done. but It's boring. Uh, and do email in if you've got anything. Things that you're meant to enjoy... That are actually shit. I, I know I've said it before, Rob, but... Bath time. No, playgrounds. can fucking do one, mate. Playgr- yeah, I'm not a fan of playgrounds. If I was to bring in a law, yeah. you can't have a playground at somewhere where parents have paid a lot of money to bring a child in, because the, <laughs> it's so galling when the child wants to go to the playground, and you're like, we yeah. paid a lot of money for this, and you're going on a fucking slide... We could have done that. There's a rhino there that needs feeding. Yeah, exactly, gets mate. monkey bars. We went to the zoo as well, and there's a playground. We don't need this. There's animals. Don't put a playground... They do enjoy it, though. I don't care, Rob. It's not about them. It's about me. It's about you getting your money's worth. It's about me, Karen. I'm so tired.
1: You spent a certain amount of money that day. Yeah. And you don't get it back if you go on everything. No. So if they leave happy, isn't that mission complete?
0: Oh, Rob... Bloody hell. It's not the 60s. It's not about people being happy.
1: <laughs> I've paid for this. Get off that fucking swing and stare at that orangutan because there's swings in Victoria Parks. There are no orangutans. Just look at the orangutan. But I've seen the orangutan. Just look at it longer. All right? <laughs> Take it in. That is an orangutan. Were you there? Were you there? <laughs> Look at the orangutan. I tell you, it's good. Wingham's is good um, for a zoo. They've got it's all got orangutans in it. It's all newly built. Some giraffes, but it's quite small. So if you've got little kids, some zoos are too big. Yeah, like Howletts. I'm not a big fan of Howletts. I don't really. It's, it's too massive.
0: That's the sister one of uh, Port Lymph, isn't
1: it? Yeah, Port Lymph and Wingham's are better than Howletts. I think. Personal opinion. Yeah. Um, also, I need to give a massive um, big up to these. This is a good tip uh, yeah. for kids. If you're going swimming, with your kids on holiday. Even to the local pool as well. They're called like puddle jumpers, I think they're called. Yeah. And they're like instead of armbands, it, it straps around their waist as well as their arms. You can get them on like Amazon, obviously. They're called armbands, puddle jumper, right? They're called. Um, I think they're made by Sevlor S E V Y L O R. I'm not we're not getting paid for this by the way, They're just been no. really awful. Like Fifteen quid each. And you basically put the kids' arms in it, and the bit wraps around their body and it clips at the back. And it means if you're on holiday and there's a deep pool for adults, they can bob around in it. You don't oh, have yeah, to hold them. Obviously, you need to be in with them, yeah. but they can move around and swim around totally. On their own. It's almost like, you know, them the, the, the things that hang in the door frame that they bounce yeah, on. Yeah, it's yeah. like that, but for a swimming pool. So yeah, you can't just leave them on, the, on their own in there. But if you're in there with them, you're not holding Because the worst thing in a deep pool, you just hold them. They get the ump with you holding them and your arms ache. These puddle jumpers are amazing. And I was a bit like, oh, I hope they're not going to like stop them learning to swim because yeah. they're just bobbing around, but it don't actually just gives them massive confidence because they can jump in the water and go under the water and then they bob straight back up and it builds a confidence. And my kids are doing really well now in swimming lessons because of it. We had those holidays, which helps if they get to swim a lot, but yeah. even just to the local swimming pool with these puddle jumpers on, you'll enjoy it way more. And do they do them in adult sizes? <laughs> no, no, but you should be all right. In the one i got my daughters. <laughs> Get them little arms in there. Grab Norton might need an adult one, but I think you'll be all right. <laughs> Slide in. Um, but they're brilliant. We got ours from Costco, but I think you can get them on Amazon and stuff. But oh. they're really good. And my kids have got really, not. they're basically, they've gone up a level each in swimming oh. just from being in these puddle jumpers oh. um, for a week. So yeah, I'd massively recommend it. Lovely. To parents. Because Lou, Lou told someone at the swimming lessons and then, because um, she was like, oh, what are those things your kids have got? Because they were in the pool. Oh, we said, they're paddle jumpers. She went, oh, good, because we're going on holiday next week. And we just, and then she'd come home, and Lou said, she, it was like she's sort of like... She went, can I just say to you, thank you. That saved our holiday. Because, you know, you're not having to yeah. hold a kid in water for seven days in a oh, row. But, um, yeah, they're really good. Um So I'd recommend them if you're going swimming with your kid and you're bored of holding them in the deep end.
0: I like it when we recommend things. I feel like we're actually... Is this what an influencer feels like? Apart from we're not getting any cash. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I think we're winning the moral
1: victory. Well, yeah, we're winning the moral victory. Look, because my glory is in knowing that people will have a nice holiday. Exactly. Because you look forward to it. all, oh, and you guys listen to us and support us. We're giving a bit back. And then, you know, but don't tell anyone that doesn't listen to it. No.
0: This no. tip. And, Keep and it in our house. Do you know what, what my biggest reward for it is? Yep. That... They're willing to go off menu and make me a garlic bread because they recognise me, Rob. Do you know what I they mean? They recognise
1: you from. No, oh, I don't. Wow. I See, don't, that's your game. You're getting a
0: bit of payback now, Josh. Is
1: that... It's the Whittacombe. Is it's that, the influencer. Give him some garlic bread. Am I going to have to declare that I
0: got a garlic bread out of garlic bread hours because... because they, No. Well, like you, no, you paid to go to the place, didn't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Paid through the bloody nose, mate. We do get offered
1: things on this podcast, but I don't really take people up on it because... I don't want to not be able to give an honest review. Yes. you know what I mean? I don't want to come back from somewhere. Oh my God. Like that, I felt like, you know, with Tenerife, I paid for all Tenerife. I can go. That hotel was a bit shit. Rather than going, Gu- guys, you've got to get out there. Like I've got yeah. a gun to my head. So I always make sure that um, I don't really, I just pay my way. And then I can be honest on it. Because otherwise it will ruin the podcast. Just be us fucking going.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. And just, for, but well, that's not me. On that, I don't know what this is. I still don't know who sent this to me, but I got anonymously sent a set of Sonic the Hedgehog Lego. Oh, probably from Lego, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you think that's from Lego? <laughs> well,
1: I don't I don't, know, I don't think the fucking hedgehog sent it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So there we go um, But obviously Going back Obviously we do do adverts Sort of in the breaks Of these um, shows But the adverts We don't really We won't promote anything We don't really believe in But no. things like this When we're chatting like this We're very much I think it's best to be honest isn't it?
0: Oh you should see The adverts we've turned down Oh mate <laughs> Honestly Honestly <laughs> Some real bastards yeah. Some real yeah, bastards exactly. Are trying to get our pound And we have said No thank you <laughs> And if you think so, It's weird I haven't had a credit card For a bit
1: thank us because <laughs> we <laughs> the money we've turned down
0: to flog you some fucking credit that you don't need thank me later anyway this I was using Paddy Power earlier Rob and what a f- <laughs> service <it. laughs> do you know what I love doing smoking cigarettes
1: <laughs> right trying uh, I just put a mint in for no reason I've got a, um, um, a lovely smitten. No, I'm joking <laughs> Oh right, okay, um, Josh. Lots of people are requesting your vegetable lasagna, right? What do you mean they're requesting the recipe? It?
0: The recipe. They want
1: the recipe. Oh mate! All right, Joe. You know what I think we should do? Yeah. You should. Make it, work out the recipe, and then we should sell it and try and get it in shops for next Christmas. Oh, yes, please. A you can stick it, like it's pre-cooked somewhere else, and then you just warm it up in the the oven for Christmas Day. Marks and Spencer's, Waitrose, hit us yes. up. Yes. Whoever it is, Tesco, Asda, we'll do a Josh Widdicombe. Uh, veggie lasagna. What goes in your... Ve- can you give us a taste of what goes into your veggie lasagna, Josh, though, so people can try
0: and recreate it? Yeah, so I start, I make the red sauce, which is just tins of tomatoes, fry up a bit of garlic, put in some chilli, that's your... Then then um cook it down. Yep. And then the veggies, mushrooms, courgettes, onion, peppers. They all go in the red sauce. And then I asked Rose's mum to make the white sauce because I can't do it. And then... <laughs> So she makes the white sauce, yeah. I taste the white sauce, give her the thumbs up, and then... <laughs> and then layer it up with lasagna, yeah. and then on top... Any specific sheets? They're just the ones that were left over from last year, because I make it once a year, and it does keep. And um, I've checked the date. You'll get the good three Christmases out of that lasagna. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. Layer it up, on top, cheese, mozzarella and cheddar, and then... um. Oh. Couple of basil leaves for look, and then uh, put it yep. in the oven the day before. Cook it, so that then you're reheating it on the day. Because I actually think it tastes better reheated.
1: A hundred percent lasagna double cooked is the future. Yeah. There we go. Well, there you go, Jody Plummer and everyone else asked. That is how you do a uh, vegetable lasagna, right?
0: Um, have you got any emails, Josh? I was oh, gonna quick, like... Rob, I'm all over the shop. Let me have a look. Oh, I, I didn't. I never did the Aberdeen story. Let me do the Aberdeen story. Oh, yeah. Tell me your Aberdeen story. Morning,
1: lads. You may be interested in hearing about my son, Finn's first game when he was two years old. My brother and I have always been massive Aberdeen supporters. My brother attended almost every home and away game for the previous five years. So when I decided it was time to bring my beautiful son into the misery, depression, hatred, horror, and general melancholy-filled world of being an Aberdeen football club supporter. Taking our seats in the family stand a good 40 minutes before kick-off, Finn was enjoying drinking in the pre-match atmosphere, by which I mean constantly serving Saying the word cold. It was November and the stadium is right on the coast. I thought things would change when Aberdeen's mascot, the famous Angus the Ball, headed along the touchline to the family stand behind one of the goals. I took Finn down to meet the mascot with the intention of getting a few photos of him. As Angus approached, Finn started to cry and climb uh, and climbed over my shoulder to get away. Oh all the while screaming like a banshee. Obviously terrified, while I tried to calm him down and show him that Angus was lovely, he continued to try and escape. I couldn't even take any photos with a mascot, as in every single photo, it looked like i just sold Finn to a family of balls. <laughs> Such was the upset in his face. On to the game, Aberdeen scored early. The crowd went wild, and Finn screamed at the noise of the yeah, crowd, absolutely absolute. petrified. Of
0: course he's petrified, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs>
1: When Aberdeen scored a second, my brother jumped up to celebrate, elbowing Finn in the nose and causing a massive nosebleed. No, no. Being in a football ground, there's a, there's not easy access to napkins. So I had to use my beloved 20 year old Aberdeen scarf to mop up the blood. Oh, my God. The Crying continued, getting louder and louder. And we left after the first half. Finn's never been keen on going back to watch my beloved Aberdeen, but will happily shout. Come on, you reds when we're there on the telly. He's now four and his Angus Ball mascot soft toy I got him lives in a closed box in my bedroom <laughs> rather than in his own room and as he's still scared. Keep up the good work, too podcast early. boys. Mark Aberdeen. Too
0: early. Two too early. Too Are you... It's unbelievable. Too I early. I think six or seven. Yeah. I went to my first game and this is a, this is a dirty secret, Rob. Oh. I went to my first game at Exeter City, Plymouth's biggest rivals, who I... Yeah. yeah and... I didn't think their ground was good enough so when we went to see plymouth argyle i became a glory supporter and supported them instead <gasps> what
1: a glory that
0: is what a glory has been and do you know what it's been what is glory, years of glory. What exactly <laughs> um we're playing chelsea though in a couple of weeks but um anyway or are you going at chelsea or plymouth At Chelsea. Are you going to go? I'm going to go if I can, but obviously the the TV decides which day it is.
1: So are you going to go properly with Pie
0: Face and the lads or are you going to go with Badil in a box? I would go with Pie Face and the lads. Because I I went to Liverpool about five or six years ago in the Plymouth end and we drew 0-0 and it was absolutely incredible. It was a, such a great experience. Would you say Pyface is the most famous Plymouth fan now, above you? I don't know who Pyface is. I don't I just thought you were... Oh I genuinely God, you thought, don't know who Pyface is. I genuinely thought you meant that it was just a reference to the kind of people that go and watch Plymouth Argyle was Pyface. No. Who's Pyface? Yeah. One of the bash street kids. Pyface
1: was in Big Brother and now he's become very famous online in the Twitch world. Right, Rob. And he goes right. to loads of away games now. He's lost lots of weight, actually. He's doing really well. Very yeah. Jack Pye McDermott, and he's a Plymouth fan, massive Plymouth fan. You remember from Big Brother, they faked hand him loads. It was amazing, and he used to get really Rob, angry. I
0: haven't watched Big Brother since Bubble fell
1: over the sofa. Okay, I'll let me show you faces. I'll send you this photo of Pye This is Pye facing Big Brother, and now this is him now.
0: Oh my god, who's this bloke? I've never seen him in my life.
1: He's a tw- he's a Twitch guy. Was Twitch. You, you must know what Twitch is. Twitch is live streaming of gaming and oh, content. Oh, that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's wearing the Argyle shirt. And he's famous for getting really angry on it. He's a big Plymouth fan. He keeps going away now.
0: going, all, and He's getting loads of banter from the crowd. Oh, right. Well, I don't know him, but uh, I'll keep an eye out for him. The big, the, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the top three most famous Plymouth fans, I'd say. Who are the others? Pie Face. <laughs> yeah. Who now has just gone above me, even though I'd not heard of him three minutes ago. How that's happened, I don't know. Oh, the unlikely celebrity followers of Plymouth Argyle. Uh, Woody from Bastille, the drummer.
1: Okay. He's a big Plymouth fan. Plymouth Herald of... I think they could be taken to court for this, this article. There's no secret that Plymouth Argyle has thousands of fans. Um, and the celebrities... Jason Derulo. Yeah, well, that's bullshit. Because he followed Plymouth on Twitter. Right, well, that's not good enough. That's not journalism. No, that is not... Um, Evander Holyfield. Right, that doesn't count either. Why honorary support after picking after picking Plymouth Argyle out of a hat on Soccer AM?
0: Why the hell was Evander Holyfield on Soccer AM? But fair enough.
1: That's probably the glory years we loved, Joy, yeah, Wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, Woody from Bastilles there. Yeah. Um Jeff Brazier. Right, he's not a Plymouth fan either. What's his go? Well, it says he is.
1: Is he? It says uh, he's a member of the Green Army. Doesn't doesn't say anything. He just talks Plymouth. All right, fair enough. Josh Widdicombe yes. Comedian, radio and television presenter Josh Widdicombe He's best known for Last Egg Fighting Top Mock of the Week He's from Hayter Vale on Dartmoor Yeah, correct Is that right? Yeah Anfield Draw was the greatest experience Of my life as a Plymouth fan Okay, yep Nigel Martin Plymouth fan What the
0: Yeah, he's from Dawn Cornwall Dawn French he's from Cornwall Yeah, Dawn French is I don't know how much of a Plymouth fan she is She was born in Plymouth She lives in Cornwall now So I think, you know She counts Greg Cyril Don't know who that is I don't know who he is either Former leader of the Labour Party Michael Foot as well but he's dead. You, Pyreface and Jason Derulo. Yeah, there we go. Are the three biggest. Great. So, what was... Sorry, sorry we got so distracted on that. What was I saying about it? Oh, first day at football. Yes, first day at football. Six yeah. or seven we're going for. Yeah, six or seven max. Let's go in the family stand. I used to think they were a bunch of squares when I was a teenager, Rob. But now, I can't imagine anywhere else I'd want to take my children.
1: The family stand. Pyreface would be leading the ultras on exactly you'll be there in the pile you'll be there the old man sat down phone with no internet (laughs) on I've got a good I've got a good uh, um, a good email uh, Instagram and then we'll do some small business shout outs hi guys absolutely love the podcast it's changed my life I'm a mum of four boys and was laughing so much at special daddy pasta this was when I had to leave a restaurant early and I grabbed a handful of plain pasta and I fed it to my kids out of my pocket like dog treats yeah Anyway, and I called it Special Daddy Pasta. And your story about how difficult it is to feed kids on holiday. We had a classic I felt the need to share. This is from Lauren. Our little boy was two on holiday. He refused to eat. He had a diet of olives and ice cream. Until the end of the holiday...
0: Fucking hell, that makes me feel better.
1: We, was at the, we were at dinner. Myself and my husband had a seafood platter, which had tiny little octopuses on. Our son decided to play with the octopus, give him a name, and danced him around while he ate his olives. We was glad of the silence so we could enjoy our meal. Yeah, yeah, Slowly, yeah. he started to suck on the tentacles. Oh my After God. we ate starters and mains, oh this little octopus became smaller and smaller until he ate the entire thing. What? We were chuffed as he finally had eaten yeah. something other than olives. But what followed was the world's biggest tantrum because his friend had gone. <gasps>
0: he genuinely didn't realise he'd been eating him during the dinner. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor boy. Oh, we had a situation, not a dissimilar situation actually. Uh, last week, we ended up with a butternut squash. Do you know what a butternut squash? I didn't really know what it was, but it's like a vegetable, big, right? Big, looks like, like a big bell, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does look like a big bell. And um, it was kicking. Around. It was in a veg. It was in a, one of those recipe boxes. But we hadn't made the recipe in time, so we'd we'd kind of opened it up, and we were like, "Well, we'll keep the butternut squash for use." Never used it. Yeah, my daughter got a hold of it. And I don't know how this happened, but suddenly she decided that her best friend was the butternut squash, Rob. Mm. She drew a face on it. Yeah. And it became like one of her teddies. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But it will rot. Yeah. So we got back from holiday yesterday and butternut squash had seen better days. He was sat in the corner of her room. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Absolutely done for. And fair play to Rose. She got in there. She took him out without my daughter seeing it. And we think Put a new she, one in. Well, no. no we, we can't do that. That's expensive. not sustainable for the next 18 years. <laughs> That's not ethical. It's not ethical. We just think she's probably forgotten about the existence of butternut squash. We hope. Yes. Because if, if she asks where he is... He's in the bin. Can I suggest, if you run a greengrocers anywhere near
1: where Josh lives, draw a face in all your butternut squashes, because when his kid sees it, he'll have to buy it. (laughs) Yeah. Get those sales up. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, Josh, we got some feedback from the episode last week was asking about ambulance drivers and firefighters. Yeah. Hi, guys. Just listening to your new episode, and it's great to have you back. Within the opening sequence, I had to message, you know, I work for the ambulance service in Derbyshire, and I've actually played your podcast whilst in the ambulance, both with and without patients. No. Obviously not when we have life-threatening patients, yeah. but we can also turn the speakers off in the back, so yeah. can listen to you guys when transporting someone to A&E with minor ailments. I
0: hope they don't die of laughter. Am I right? Oh, oh. laughing! Is that laughing gas? No,
1: it's just this podcast.
0: <laughs> this will stop the pain. Pop on a, uh, <laughs> an interview with Stephen Mangan, and uh, just uh... Yeah, you think your arm
1: hurts? This poor fucker gets up at 4:30 a.m. every day. <laughs> Anyway, listened um, from your very first episode, you kept me going with two two-year-old twin girls through these strange times. PS, firefighters have had it slightly easy through the Panny D hashtag oh. bans from Steve. <laughs> oh, a bit of emergency service infighting there. You got you gotta love it. Do you reckon when they see each other in the street, they're like, ah, fuck you? Well, I think firefighters get grief for like. Obviously, it's horrific when it's kicking Mm. off, but there's a lot of downtime and they can have part-time jobs on the side, so there's a bit of that banter. But basically, what we're saying is all emergency (laughs) services do a great job and they're very valued.
0: They all do a great
1: job. Even if it may have been a bit quieter for the firefighters in the pandemic, we don't know. We've not heard from the fire brigade yet. No. Here we go. Oh, here we go. another one. Hello from Australia. This is from Alicia. Just listening to episode five of season three. And you were talking about baby teeth. When I announced to my family that we are that we were pregnant at the end of 2019. My younger sister who works in the film and television industry in Canada asked what my plan was for the baby teeth feeling very perplexed. I asked why she said she wanted them for props department as trying to create human teeth for films and television is difficult. Oh, my word. Oh, my God. She's a psycho. Let's just say I refused. That is bad. At the thought of trying to post human teeth internationally, I just couldn't imagine signing the postage declaration. Yes. Oh, my God. That is... Oh, my God. Uh, My eldest, another tooth came out of my eldest. She's lost, like, four now. How much is the tooth
0: fairy paying for them,
1: Rob? um two quid this one was two quid the two fairy once gave her a fiver because i think the two fairy may have come back from holiday late and that was the only oh, money in the right. two fairy's house oh, hell, yeah. and the two fairy thought this is too much we're going to make a rod for her own back but then the two fairy said what i'll do is hopefully just give her two quid
0: next time and she'll forget yeah and did she yes yes good right small business shout outs yes i've got one for southeast london for you rob oh go on Hello guys. Love the podcast so much. It has me in stitches every time I listen and it's inspiring too. My wife and I have a little... Where are you listening? Back of an ambulance? (laughs) Oh, here we go. Come on. Here we go. (laughs) Yes, please. My wife and I have a little boy on the way due on the 18th of December. Presumably that's already happened. I'm I'm presuming this is an old email rather than um, he's planning to have sex in two months. I wanted to give you guys a shout. Firstly, to comment on how fantastic the podcast is. Secondly, to ask for a small business shout out at Deptford Hot Sauce. Oh, Deptford Hot Sauce! Not too far away from me. I used to live near there. I started Deptford Hot Sauce back in April 2021 during the lockdown. I work in film and TV industry as a focus puller. You you pull focus quite a lot in TV, don't you? And found myself just someone that's good at it. found myself twitch. <laughs> you've worked with some people that don't pull focus haven't you found myself oh, God, twiddling well, with- normally I get paired up with them <laughs> found <laughs> no myself offense. twiddling up <laughs> <little> experimentation <laughs> with different flavour combinations people are currently googling the lineups so when Rob Beckett's been paired up with people <laughs> on panel shows <laughs> it's only somebody
1: from an academic background <laughs> aka long setups, short punchlines. <laughs>
0: after twiddling my thumbs and a little experimentation with different flavour combinations Deptford hot sauce was born the sauce is a scotch bonnet and pineapple combo that's fermented for a week it's a lovely fruity number that doesn't burn your tongue to a crisp but still makes itself known ooh Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Selling local shops in Deptford as well as over Instagram. And once my wife and I have settled down with the baby, I'll be looking to expand.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, that's a bit more of a trendy hipster one. This one's a bit more um, stiff neck. We'll go for a stiff neck shout out. This is. Hi, Rob and Josh. So glad you're back this week and hilarious as always. It's been unbearable driving to work without listening to the podcast. Apologies for the boring question, but any chance you can send a photo link of the sunlight lamp you mentioned you got for Christmas. Um... I threw away the box. I don't know what it's called. Uh, oh, light. I've got it here, though. Light therapy, uh, light therapy lamp model LQ05. Catchy. Um, it's not a Dyson Airblade, is it? Um, right. Here we go. Um, apologies. Yeah, that's the boring question, Dan. The winter is really tough, and I thought it sounded like a brilliant idea. Yeah. I do, do you know what? It does have an impact. It's, I've got a UV light that give, puts it on your face. But I think you can just get them off the internet. Just Google UV lamp. If you could also do a small business shout out, that would be amazing. My company is DL Bookkeeping, services based in Leicester. We are a small family run, are on the business alongside my mum, account service, specialising in sole trader partnerships and SME accounts. Services include tax returns, VAT returns, Sage Accounting and Bookkeeping, CIS and payroll services. Visit our website, HTTPS, two little Dons. double forward slash, dlbookkeepingservices.co.uk that's dlbookkeepingservices.co.uk thank you also just realised how boring this message makes me sound daylight lamp and accounts what have I become Um, there you go I mean um, that's a they do
0: accounts up in Leicester I mean I don't know why not if you need your accounts done in Leicester why not do you know what you could do it anywhere it's a, Zoom, it's a Zoom world now. Also as well, it's
1: um, end of January. Self-employed accounts need to be done, guys. Don't forget 31st of Jan. Yeah. It's, HMRC are not... They don't have to remind you. They don't have to tell you. You need to be on top of that, guys, yeah? Remember what you need to pay. End of the month. What have we become? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they taught me about fucking accounts at school rather than French. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's no good being able to jumma pay your vest without not knowing when you've got to pay your tax, is it? a pay your vest? Take your vest off, innit? No. No.
0: That means my name is Vest.
1: Well, it might be by the end of this month, if you know what I mean. I don't. I don't know what I mean.
0: I don't know what you mean at all, Rob. <laughs> We've got a best of on Friday. I tell you what won't be making the cut, that. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> we should do a worst of. Let's do a worst of. The worst... <laughs> Let's do enough worst ofs. There's not enough worst of. Some really boring (sighs) celebrity anecdotes and some anecdotes from us that go nowhere. (laughs) Um,
1: Right, well, yeah, we'll be back with the best on Friday. We'll be back with another chatty episode like this Tuesday, the following week, I think. And, yeah, and then February, we'll be back with more celebrity interviews. We're just getting on top of that now. Thanks for your patience.
0: See you then. Bye.